Man, the cryptocurrency market sure can move fast, can it? Uh, up through yesterday, October 27th, the Shiba Inu coin pumped almost 167% in just a seven-day time frame, even jumping uh, its predecessor Dogecoin in total market cap. Today, I want to talk about how one manages one's emotions when they go through such a pump or see such a pump or experience such a pump uh, and how I manage mine myself. Investing is a very emotional game. People think it's all about numbers and maybe looking at charts and uh, trying to jump on trends, but a lot of it is, is emotion. Uh, and the people that make the most money uh, in any investment vehicle are able to make the best decisions because they're able to, to manage their emotions. I want to talk about some of the things I do today to keep my emotions in check uh, and some charts that keep me on track. So welcome to the Good Samaritan Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Jackson. Uh, let's get into episode 26. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of Good Samaritan Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Jackson. Uh, it's been a wild last two couple of days, or not even a couple of days, more like 36 hours. Um, if you've been in uh, the crypto world the last 36 hours, you've probably uh, either heard of or been introduced to a coin called Shiba uh, that has been pumping significantly and has made a lot of uh, early buyers a, a lot of money. Actually, I think there's a post on Twitter, uh, an $8,000 investment turned into $5.7 billion. Uh, yes, I said billion dollars with the with the B. The beauty of the blockchain is that you can see every transaction. It's very transparent. Um, but that purchase was made last August. And I'm sure you're probably thinking to yourself is, man, how, how do I get in on some of that? Um, and for full disclosure, I own zero Shiba. I haven't uh, really spent any of my time investing in meme coins. Um, but I will say this, uh, I witnessed, I missed out on the Dogecoin pump. I did miss out uh, on the Shiba pump. Um, maybe the next time around, uh, I might throw a little money in uh, that I'm willing to throw away just because. Because as people have woken up yesterday and today, uh, there are a lot of uh, hurt feelings uh, for those of us in the crypto world who uh, believe in the tech and do a lot of research uh, and recognize the value of a lot of the large projects that are being built that are going to change the world uh, for the better uh, and have much more upside on some of the industries that they're uh, more than likely going to take over here. Then, um, as I tried to, as I was speaking in a, a Discord of one of the NFT projects uh, I'm invested in yesterday with a couple of people in there, uh, was to remind them uh, how early the days are uh, that crypto is still highly speculative. Uh, there are a lot of people in it just to make a lot of money. Uh, and that's why I wanted to bring up the emotional part uh, of investing uh, because it's hopium, it's uh, dreams. There's um, people out there looking for that, that one in a million shot uh, and they're they're going to take it and they're going to throw all their money at it um, and, and for lack of a better word you know punch their punch their lottery ticket I, I will I will say this last year uh, when Sheba came out pretty much right at the end of the Dogecoin pump 
Um, and, and I and before I get into that, what I want to be really clear about is uh, when coins are pumping in this way, at some point, and as I recommend on this channel, people will need to take profits. And I will say the faster something rises and the faster something grows that significantly, um, it can go down just as fast. When? Who knows? Uh, but I can tell you this, if I had uh, a $5.7 billion worth of of uh, crypto right now, I'm, I've smooth took off a billion dollars yesterday. Uh, and if you look at the chart today, there has been uh, a, a minimal correction, nothing significant, but a, a decent sized correction uh, in that token with the smart money uh, taking profits. I, I say that to say this is where the emotion gets involved. I uh, You've probably heard of the term FOMO. Uh, if you don't know what FOMO means, it means the fear of missing out. Uh, me being a person who has a degree in psychology, a bachelor's, um, emotions and who we are as people can drive a lot of the markets and uh, things that we have in this world and, and crypto is no different. Because of the ginormous rise of Shiba in such a short amount of time, it only will create more FOMO. As you will notice, people who aren't even in crypto uh, will know what Shiba is. A lot of the money uh, now has been made, at least at this point. Um, and if you're on the winning side, congratulations. Uh, my recommendation to you, uh, sir or madam, is to take some of those profits off uh, and lock those away in a stable coin or Bitcoin or whatever uh, you deem necessary. I would put it in a, a safer investment um, because I can. I the the guess is that there are a lot of folks out there who are who have bought uh, something like Shiba, not really knowing potentially not knowing what cryptocurrency is, or you know, put or definitely knowing that uh, this is a, a way to make a, a quick buck. And I could be completely wrong. Um, that will actually lead to my, my next point about conviction and you know your own personal conviction in a in a project and what you want to be what you want to be looking for. Uh, but the the really the two primary um, emotions that you want to be able to take control of uh, when you're investing in anything, crypto is just a, a great example because it is so volatile. Things can change like that on a dime. Uh, something can feel really good. You can make a lot of money one day. And a week later, that bad boy could drop 80% on you and you didn't take any money out. Uh, and that that's a, a big portion of, uh, a big example of why I wanted to, to talk about uh, the emotions in investing and uh, why it's important. Uh, I mentioned FOMO already. That Sheba is the prime example of a situation where FOMO is starting to take over. Um, people are really excited about what just happened. Uh, it will, some people... Some people will take profits, which, you know, smart ones will. A lot of people will see it. Oh, if it can do that now, then it can do it. It can do it again and again. And I'm going to throw even more money in. I'm going to, you know, buy some more uh, to ride this to ride this pump. That feeling you have of missing out on the growth of Sheba potentially uh, can lead you to make potentially bad decisions. My recommendation is has always been, and this is from what I've learned, is uh, you buy the bottom and sell the top. You buy in the red and you sell in the green. 
Technically, right now, I believe today, I don't actually haven't looked to see what she was down today, but I know it has corrected. Uh, but it's definitely there are already people now who are at a loss if they bought the top around the end of yesterday because it has corrected some in the in the last, say, 12 hours. Um, and that feeling that has driven those purchases a lot of the time is just that fear of missing out. You already missed this first huge pump. You're, you're afraid you're going to miss the next one. You don't look at anything. You just see all the all the uh, news stories around you. Even CNN ran a, a tweet about Shiba Inu coin. CNN doesn't talk about crypto at all. Um, and they even made a tweet about it. When the, the news and everyone around you is talking about Shiba, that's when you want to be fearful or be at, le at least conscious of... Uh, a potential drop coming because FOMO was starting to take over and everyone's throwing their money in with, without regard of any kind of analysis or um, uh, token of supply or anything of, of that nature uh, because everyone's just scared of missing out. I always want, I want to, I want my listeners at least to learn how to control your emotions and if you believe in Shiva or you think Shiva can do something great, it's obviously proven to be a, a great short-term investment so far. Don't buy the top. Wait for it to correct some. Wait for it to come down 10, 15, 20%. Because the people who are in it before the pump, they are going to sell to you because they want to pull that liquidity and that money uh, out of the investment because they've already done the hard part. Because guess what? They bought when the price was low, when no one was talking about it. No one was like, oh, you know, what's this Shiba coin? And but when you're hearing it from everybody, always beware of FOMO because it can you can lose a lot of money. The other emotion I want to talk about, uh, and I don't know if they have a, a term for it, but it, um, I'm gonna call it dip depression. <laughs> uh, so whenever there's a pullback, um, people get depressed. Just to be to be pretty pretty honest, people. Uh, lash out. I see this on the internet uh, all the time whenever their favorite coin has dropped. Even myself, because um, I've, you know, I've written up and down a couple of times now and I've seen a lot of uh, thousands of dollars come out of my portfolio in a short amount of time. Uh, and even though I know, uh, based on my analysis, I'm very confident things will come back, uh, it still doesn't feel good. I can tell you that right now. When you when one day you feel like you got, you know, however many dollars and it drops by 30% the next day or the next week and you didn't take any profits off the top, um, that's, it doesn't leave you with a, with a good feeling. And you got to learn to combat against that as well. On either side of FOMO or dip depression, I'll call it, people make rash decisions. Uh, we call it panic selling. When things start to drop, one day, like yesterday and today, people are fighting for Sheba. Uh, again, there are some salty, uh, well, you know, well-educated investors out there. They will call themselves that to do a lot of analysis and don't believe in meme coins. I, I'm not one who believes in meme coins, but I already admitted that. Hey, I'll throw a thousand dollars into it next time. We'll see just to see what happens. Um, is you know, people are battling on the internet, calling people haters or, <laughs> you know, not buying Shiba. And on the other side, people are like, hey, guys, this, this token doesn't have a utility. It's, 
you know, you're putting money into something that, you know, doesn't have a, a use case uh, other than to pretty much rug all the people who buy at the top. All the people who get in early, they're going to sell to all the people that buy at the top. They're going to be left with the bag and the price is going to drop. Um, and that and that and that's an assumption. Uh, that's not to say that's what will happen. Uh, but we've seen this happen in crypto many and many and many a times. Uh, and some people are, you know, a little salty about seeing a meme coin uh, pump like it has and be in the top 10 uh, coins in crypto uh, when there are projects out there delivering, you know, huge value that are being overlooked. Uh, in my opinion, I believe this happens because it's the early days still. A lot of people who are buying crypto and driving prices, uh, all they want to do is flip a quick buck and get rich. And it's really ignoring the underlying technology that's really going to change our world. So I always recommend um, to get into crypto for the long haul. Uh, right now, we're at 60 to 70 percent through a bull market. Um, still very confident on some price gains uh, for a lot of the top coins, as I discussed in my portfolio on my last show. Uh, and I have my target set and I'm going to uh, pull out a, a hefty amount of money um, and call it a day at least. And then watch the markets. If the markets continue to go up to some of the astronomical um, predictions for Bitcoin and Ethereum and others, uh, I can reconsider that then. Uh, but I will always go to the old adage that a bird in the hand uh, is always better than two in the bush. And I'm going I'm going to keep my bird in the hand. Uh, when the time comes for sure because uh, I can live without the second one because uh, I'd rather end up with with, with zero. Um, and as I mentioned before, a lot of that money will sit uh, in an account to, to buy at the bottom. Uh, when the bear market comes, uh, I'll be ready, uh, which, is, which is my plan here. Um, but to get back to the, the emotional piece of it, you got FOMO, you got dip depression, you got to fight these emotions. Um, let's kind of talk about how you can how you can do that. Okay, so the the first point I want to get across is at the end of the day, every investment comes with a level of risk. There is no guarantee you are going to make money. Uh, the faster you can accept this, uh, the better it will be for you to um, organize your decisions so you can put yourself in the best. Uh, way possible. How does emotion connect to this? People hate to lose money. No one likes to lose money. Uh, whenever whenever someone does lose money, it becomes a very emotional thing. If you can accept that, hey, if you're going to invest, if you're going to you know, put your money at risk to try to make more money, just in this game, you are not going to make 100% of the right decisions. You have to accept that you are going to lose money sometimes. If you can accept that and still stay steadfast and stay in the game and learn uh, how to invest, whether that's crypto, real estate, or whatever that you like to invest in, that that's like step number one. Uh, I just simply call this conviction. Uh, you got to build your your level of conviction in the projects that you're in. There are a lot of people that you know look uh, like geniuses because they were convicted in their decision uh, to buy Shiba. Hindsight is twenty twenty. For example, um, Dogecoin had already shown us that a meme coin could pump like that. 
um, and that Shiva was already kind of, you know, even back then at the end of those was being prepped to be the, to be the next punk. Again, conviction. This is last year. Uh, the the big account that made all that money in Shiva was last August, um, so over a year ago. Uh, do you have the conviction uh, to buy into an investment and hold it for a year at minimum? And, and you know, for most people from a traditional perspective, like that's that's really nothing. Your four hundred one k is an investment that goes in the stock market for thirty years or however long that you're working. Uh, though people may not pay attention to it, which I I'm, I actually have another show I'll come up on that because I've been uh, growing my retirement. Uh, significantly faster than I ever have uh, in the 10 years I was just putting it into to mutual funds or 401ks. But that's another combo for another day. Conviction. Um, the people that make the most money, they have conviction uh, in the decisions that they make for the de- for the investments that, that they decide to pursue. Uh, and they don't let people shake them off those convictions. Now, Conviction. I, I would put this on a on a sliding scale. Um, I have more conviction in investments that I've done more analysis analysis and research on. Uh, technically, yes. You like I said, she was a good example. If you had great conviction in that, I don't know why you could. For me, I wouldn't have that much conviction in a, a coin like she would outside of the rumors I mentioned. Um, which, like I said, hindsight is twenty twenty. Is that the market did show us that this could this could be done, um, and it has now done it for a second time. Uh, so I would be a fool to miss it for the third go around. Um, for all intents and purposes, I I am not buying Sheba. Um, not not I. I. I made an investment actually during that dip when Sheba pumped yesterday. I actually bought more Bitcoin because the rest of the market was down. Uh, but buying the red, selling the green, as I mentioned before. Um, but you want to build that conviction, that level of conviction you have for a project or in your investment. Uh, and how I do that is, is uh, I have a number of tools I like to use uh, to help manage my investments and help me manage my emotions because it's uh, very much hard, especially in this day and age, because we're so connected by the Internet, social media, etc., cetera, um, that literally millions of people in the country or even billions of people around the world can be chirping about an investment. And I, you know, I can't lie. It can get to you. Uh, just like Sheba yesterday, if with all the hype around Sheba, how many people you think went on Coinbase and bought it immediately? It shut Coinbase down <laughs> uh, yesterday uh, because there was so much volume hitting the Coinbase platform, people trying to buy Sheba. Whenever that's happening... <laughs> Um, it's usually probably not a good time to buy uh, because, as I mentioned, the people that are in the line before you, that has Sheba before you, uh, at a much cheaper price, they're going to be right there to sell it to you when you come in when all the euphoria is happening. So uh, always, always be mindful of that. Um, so, you know, one of the tools that I use to, to build my conviction, uh, at least in my decisions, and, and what I mean by conviction is... In my decision to profit off of this uh, particular investment that I'm in, that doesn't mean uh, I'm talking about what we call in crypto diamond hands, where you buy something and you you decide to never sell it. Um, I'm not a fan of. I wouldn't say that's also the way because I 
I can assure you I am not trying to ride uh, my portfolio down potentially 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 percent down through a bear market and wait who knows how long for it to return. And it will go past where whatever peak it was at. But I can assure you, I I have no desire to do that. Um, the people who you know can hold Bitcoin and bought it at twenty thousand and waited two years, three years just to get back to twenty thousand, uh, I want no parts of that. Now, what I would like to do, as I mentioned before, I'd like to sell it. It may not be the perfect top of the cycle, but I'd like to sell it. Uh, like I said, increase my cash position, uh, and if things come down in that kind of way. I'm going to be right there to buy it back from you uh, because that dip depression will set in on folks. Uh, they will panic sell. Uh, they will uh, feel so bad about the money that they lost that they just want to get out of the project. They don't want to see it no more, so they're willing to sell it at a discount. That's where you want to be there with your USDC or your or your US dollar or your stable coin or whatever it is in crypto to be right there to buy it. Same thing happens in real estate just on a much longer cycle um the first investment that we purchased uh at the time was our our first home uh and that was guess what at the kind of the bottom of the real estate market um we were able to you know flip that money over the years into two rental investment properties so that was a much younger not as smart jason but hey i read rich dad poor dad uh, I looked around the market from the little bit of analysis that I did, and I determined it was the right time to buy. I think the current house we own also was the right time to buy. Uh, the concept of buying the red, selling the green applies pretty much to any uh, investment avenue that you're looking into, including real estate. Uh, we purchased at the top of a market one time uh, when we were moving to Houston, and again, emotions were involved. Uh, at the time because of the move I just wanted to make my wife happy um, and we pretty much broke even on that house or technically lost a little because of the fees that go to the real estate agent which crossed my fingers that worked out but um, yeah it, it applies in every situation scenario so always be mindful of that uh, when people ask me about real estate today what I worry about is it might be a top um, and I would wait at least for a dip. I'd use Zillow, use Zillow to kind of look at pricing because uh, they do have a little bit of an analysis there. And it looks just like a, any stock chart or crypto chart just moves a lot slower. Uh, if it's in a dip, consider buying. If it's at a top, maybe again, wait wait for the dip if you can. Housing is a little different, uh, obviously because it's, you know, places that, you know, that we live in. Uh, as I've always said, buying is always better than renting. Uh, despite what anyone says but hey some people might not feel that way for the ones who get who get dumped on or their prices lose significant value you have to stay in the house for 10 years like they did in cali um but not to get off topic <laughs> uh but to build to, you know building conviction uh when it comes to crypto uh, i look at charts i've talked about trading view before uh but go to uh, i use trading view uh, go to tradingview.com uh, it's free um for to have access to a few of the tools uh, that I use. I don't use very much on TradingView besides uh, channel analysis. And I will post a, a YouTube video uh, for those of you who are interested in that in the 
in the uh, description of this this episode uh, for you to check out. It's probably like five minutes. It tells you how it tells you how channel analysis works. Uh, channel parallel channels are something that's easy to use in a trading view, and it's also fr it's also free. Um, but pretty much uh, channel analysis in the vi the video will help you a lot more. It's one thing that you know my wife's always like you should use YouTube. Um, it's going to be very hard to verbally explain to you how channel analysis works, but pretty much um, you draw a channel mm -hmm. from to create a channel on the chart uh, over a certain time period. So specifically for me, I look at weekly charts, uh, weekly and daily charts, because I want a, a greater uh, grasp of the price changes that are happening across the market over a longer period of time. And it fits my quote unquote trading style. So I am not a daily trader. I am not trying to make, you know, $1,000, $500 a day trading or whatever um, and chasing, you know, the volatility of the market to make that money. Much more on a, on a longer scale. It's much more stable. Uh, and I don't have to be as involved. So if you're working, you don't have to be as involved. If you're, you know, buying Bitcoin or Ethereum or any crypto and you just want to focus on one, mm -hmm. uh, you want to buy tops and bottoms of that cryptocurrency channel, that's a great way to do it uh, because it can show you uh, when's a good time to buy. How does this build conviction for me? FOMO, as I mentioned, is always in the market. It's always somewhere. There's always going to be an influencer or a friend or a Twitter uh, tweet that shows up on your your scroll through, while you're scrolling through Twitter uh, that will redirect your you know your attention to another project or another investment all the time. Uh, and the one way I you know reinforce my conviction in the projects that I believe are going to do well is I have them saved in my trading view. I go to trading view. The, the beauty of it, it saves your channels on there, any data that you put on there, any tools that you saved on there, and then it just tracks the price for you. Uh, at the end of each day, it shows the wicks and the, the bars there uh, to track those prices. Uh, and then in the channel, I just look where it's at. If it's at the bottom of the channel, I buy. Uh, last week, uh, made a purchase of Ave. It's the top lender uh, in crypto. I might have talked about this on my last episode uh, because it's at the bottom of a channel. Um, same thing for VeChain. Same thing for Ethereum. Ethereum was at the bottom of a channel when it was around 2000 to 1700. Uh, so I bought some more Ethereum a few weeks ago. I believe it was a month ago. Uh, and that's turned out to be a, a great decision already. Ethereum's at $4,100 today. Um, on the flip side, so I use the channel uh, analysis to reinforce my buying. Uh, typically, when the uh, projects that I like and they're at the bottoms of channels, no one's talking about them. <laughs> uh, influencers are rarely talking about them. Um, music, news media outlets aren't talking about them and they're not showing up in stories. Uh, and that's where you find you can find the value. You want to buy when everyone else is ignoring or they're focused somewhere else. And then typically when it's coming back up, when the price is coming back up uh, and it starts to get to the top of that channel, um, that's when you'll notice that, oh, maybe influencers start talking about coins that are pumping. 
uh, because it's the topic of the day. It's actually, uh, they almost kind of help reinvigorate the FOMO train because people want to know about the coins are pumping. Chasing pumping coins will lead you to lose money because they've already pumped. The money has already started to have been made. Um, you jumping in now, you're reducing your opportunity for profits versus going for a coin that has not pumped yet uh, or has not had any money inflow yet. You want to be there before the money comes in, not while it's already started. Um, from there, the top of the channel, because these things can break out of the, the channels, a lot of the price predictions uh, for the coins that I like right now are significantly higher than the top of the channel. What the top of the channel does for you is when it starts to get near the top of that channel, that's when you decide if you that's when you decide that this is a good time to take profits uh, off the table. I did this with Ren. I uh, sold, I think, 25 percent of my position. And so far, it hasn't broken through that level of resistance uh, on that upper channel for this channel analysis. Um, and and I can assure you. When things are at the top of the channel, you're feeling good. You made money, you bought it at the bottom, and now you almost want to convince yourself, and this is where you don't want to let greed take over, FOMO take over, is you're like, well, it can go here. What if it can go here? It's been on this you know, great run. What's going to stop it now? And nothing, you know, there's nothing to say that it will stop. That's why you take the opportunity to take profits. Um, because there's a good chance it's going to meet resistance at the top of that channel, at uh, the top of the line of the channel, and come back down, or it'll break through. I've seen some of our projects break through and come right back down into the channel, uh, and then whenever they break through the top or bottom, I redraw the channel because now it's showing that's in a different trading space. So, channel analysis is definitely something I look at literally every day uh, when I'm checking the, the investments that I'm in. I build them for new investments. I didn't go build one for Shiva because I don't have any uh, uh, interest in investing there personally. Uh, not now. The next SHIB, uh, I'm throwing $1,000 at least, maybe $5,000. we will see uh, how, how I feel about it at that time. Um, but I can tell you right now, if I drew a channel for, for SHIB, uh, yesterday's high is the top of. That top line would hit yesterday's high. And it's already started to recorrect down into the channel. Now, the question that you want to find now is where is the bottom uh, of that channel? Okay, cool. So the next thing I actually start to use is uh, the GAN 44 month time cycle. Um, there was a gentleman by the name of William Delbert Gann, born a long time ago. Uh, actually, he was born in Lufkin, Texas. We're actually located in Dallas, Texas, but that was just a cool insight there. Uh, in 1878, and he pretty much based all his like market predicting methods on geometry, astronomy, and astrology, and ancient mathematics. Uh, so I won't go in too far there because I actually am still trying to learn about GAN. But there are a, a few things that I have already incorporated in that trading view, uh, in those trading view charts that I have because they're very easy concepts to me to understand. Um, and GAN was like this amazing trader. Like he, he completed 286 trades 
uh, over a period of 25 market days and 264 of them were all profitable. Like it's a trading record uh, that has never been exceeded by any person since. And this was like, what, 18, this is like the 1900s guys. So like there are a lot of books on on WD Gann. I I definitely suggest for you to uh, spend some time researching him. I am, I'm still trying to understand a lot of his concepts, but I learned this particular concept uh, from another person who's a trader and but the one caveat I'll put here, and I'll talk more about it at the end of the show, I did not start here. These are things I have learned uh, since I've gotten into crypto uh, because fundamentally uh, I could see where the future is going. But my second step was I did not know what the hell I was doing or you know, determining when I should buy something, when I should sell it. And I was like, well, I need indicators to help me because the FOMO isn't helping if I follow you know, the emotional feelings that I get from, you know, the world, then I'm going to lose money because I'm going to continue to to buy tops and sell bottoms. If I continue to continue to follow the crowd, you're going to end up, you know, jumping off the cliff when the crowd's jumping off the cliff. So don't be afraid uh, that you don't understand these concepts. I only have recently learned them. I'm passing it along to you as a listener and I hopefully you take this as a signal like, okay, it's time for me to take the next step. I want to be someone uh, who has a higher likelihood of making money uh, in crypto or in investing uh, because I'm willing to make that extra step uh, past just, quote unquote, listening to influencers, but really building my own system uh, to invest and to make money. So with that caveat said, the one of the other tools I use is the GAN a uh, 48-month cycle. I, I actually use about 44 months, but uh, one of the teachings uh, by Gann and what a lot of his analysis would show is that there's a trend change about every four years or 48 months uh, across any type of asset if you're looking at the chart. One thing uh, you probably noticed as I said four years as I mentioned, it's not really an indicator you want to use if you're someone who's day trading, obviously. Um, but the uncanny thing you'll find is if you put it, if you, if you, when you start to look at these charts, initially they'll just be charts with uh, candles and wicks on them. And once you start to apply these tools on your on your chart, it starts to really explain to you what's going on. Uh, with this asset's uh, price changes. And what I found with the GAN cycle, I've put this on both uh, Ethereum and Bitcoin's charts, uh, particularly with Ethereum, what you'll find is uh, you're trying to find patterns and trends to try to help you make the best decision in the market. And if you go to last uh, bull cycle for crypto, uh, which was 2017, uh, about 19 bars into the 44-month cycle for Ethereum, uh, that's when Ethereum hit its price peak. So if you want to look forward to this bull cycle, um, so 40, I counted 44 months. Uh, so 19 months prior is where I started my 44-month count. I go 44 months forward on TradingView. I hit my uh, vertical line and you know, set that point so I can see it on trading view and it just stays there forever until I move it. 
uh, and then I counted another 44 months uh, from that point into the future, uh, which on trading you trading view for me on this 44 month, you can't use 48 months. It's not an exact like, oh, okay, on this month, this will happen. There is some slippage there. Um, but what you'll find is uh, I counted my 44 month uh, GAN cycle or uh, position uh, to, to track this trend. Uh, for me, starts on February of 2020. Uh, and this cycle will go all the way to around October twenty, uh, October of twenty three, uh, so twenty twenty three. So looking in the future, pretty much two years from now, uh, as we look from a four month cycle. And if you compare last cycle to this cycle, um, if you even follow any influencers in the crypto space, particularly Bitboy, one of the things that, that he used to say was uh, he really expected. September to be the blow off top month, uh, and it did not happen. Now, he had predicted this for a couple years before, and you try to figure out, like, how do you know, you know, two years ago about where you think this cycle would be? And the craziest part is, is that we are have been trending up now, uh, since uh, January of this year. Um, January of this year, if you're just looking at Ethereum. Uh, has gone up 632%. Um, in September, uh, that would put, as I mentioned, would put us at 19 bars or 19 months in the 44-month GAN cycle, uh, which is why if you've been following influencers, the big crypto influencers on YouTube, their, uh, <clears throat> their predictions for these next two months are you're going to see the craziest gains possibly ever uh, in the crypto space because what preceded this particular cycle was a crap ton of money printing by our government uh, last year during the pandemic. Uh, so that's what everyone's kind of waiting to see uh, play out. Now, I use, so if you were to look at my trading view, there are a couple things you'll see is you'll see that I have my channel, my trading channels on here. So, uh, Obviously, four months is a long time. I mentioned by the dips. So as I go along my channel, if we're hitting the bottom of the channel, that's a time where, all right, I need to really seriously consider buying and finding a price point to get into. Um, and then from a broader perspective, when I zoom out on where we are in the cycle is now everyone's getting a little frothy, at least the people who follow these kind of metrics, like, okay, this is telling me right now, November and December are when I'm going to be selling the majority, the majority uh, of my portfolio and cashing out. Uh, because on the other side of that, you know, of those 19, 20, 21 months, uh, you're, what you're going to have, as I mentioned, what the, the whole cycle and why you're tracking it is uh, <clears throat> every four years, there's a trend change. In the way that I'm using this for crypto, though, um, I've actually kind of, I've actually kind of split it in half, if that makes sense. So I could move my lines and I could count 44 months from the top of the last market. Uh, can also tell you where the top of this market uh, is going to be close to or going to be as well. Uh, instead of doing that, I've kind of done the opposite, where I've counted the 44 months between the bottom. Uh, in the bottom and in between 
uh, about halfway in between or two years into those cycles is when you have the the top prices, if that makes sense. Hopefully, I didn't confuse you there. Um, if I did, I, at, I like I said in this in this post in the description, uh, I'm going to post a couple of really quick videos to help explain uh, exactly these processes with some visual things that you can find on YouTube um, to help you understand better. These are just a couple of the tools that I use that are very uh, eye-opening. Uh, they help you really reinforce your conviction as I talked about earlier and why that's important because day to day and even week to week and even month to month, the emotions of the market can really cloud your judgment. Uh, today, it's Sheba. Uh, a few months ago, it was Dogecoin and Elon Musk and them pumping Dogecoin. Um, uh, Ethereum had an upgrade, had their uh, ETH burning upgrade, which was really great for Ethereum at the time. But these uh, new updates swings people's emotions and it makes them react and it makes them pull the trigger on their decisions uh, to make investments. And as I mentioned, FOMO usually tricks you into buying the top. Um, and that dip depression usually has you sell the bottom. If you're buying tops and selling bottoms, all you're doing is losing money. And you don't want to lose money. You never want to lose money. You want to do everything you can uh, to minimum preserve your capital and grow your capital. Now, as I mentioned, it's unrealistic to think that you'll never lose money. Uh, but there are good ways for you to build your portfolio over time uh, if you can train your mind uh, to ignore the emotions, go back to your analysis and metrics that you've built to follow, uh, and reinforcing that conviction in those decisions, and then following up those convictions in those decisions and taking profits when, it, when it's necessary, uh, and buying the bottoms uh, when it's necessary. And based on uh, the analysis that I currently have built for the investments that I'm following, uh, it's getting closer and closer in time uh, to sell. Um, from there, here's the other thing. As we go up and we hit the top, as we're coming down, there's still gonna be a lot of emotion in the market. Uh, for example, there still might be a lot of people that believe it's just another dip um, that we will correct because that's been happening the last two years. There's been a dip, but then we've gone higher. There's been a dip, then we've gone higher. There's been a dip, then we've gone higher. Eventually, there will be a dip that will not recover and it will continue going down. Uh, and a lot of people will go down with that ship because they're still trying to uh, make their investment decisions based on their emotions, based on uh, the FOMO or dip depression that might be happening in the market at the time and people are telling them what to do. You have to learn on your own how to manage those convictions. And once you do that, uh, you can make your own decisions and then you want to get ahead of the market. You want to sell ahead of the market. You want to buy ahead of the market because that's how you make money. And the only way to do that is you have to put the time and the effort in. And hopefully I've given you a couple of tools uh, to help you do that, to kind of start that journey. They're very simple. I can show you they're not very in-depth. Uh, 
in, in regards to understanding. I have not even covered Fibonacci because I personally have not gotten that far into understanding Fibonacci retracement levels. Uh, but once I get there, I'll make the video or I'll make a I'll shoot a, a podcast episode uh, explaining Fibonacci retracement levels and how those work as well. Um, and as I mentioned before, this is just as far as I've gone. The whole point of this podcast is, you know, really helping bring people along uh, as I travel on my own journey. And hopefully you you continue to bring people along and, and then we'll all we'll all make it. That's for sure. So to end this episode, uh, there are a few things I want to leave you with. Remember, every investment comes with risk, uh, but don't be afraid. You can you can hedge that risk. Don't fall for the FOMO and don't fall for the dip depression. These are the ways uh, that you lose money. Uh, you got to learn to fight your own personal inhibitions, your own emotions. Remember, in investments and in uh, and all of these things, everyone around the world is investing and trying to make money. And one of the realities is is that everybody can't can't make money in the way that uh, we invest. Um, and based on the value, we're all making bets that the value of assets are going to go up uh, and down. The people that buy in before and it goes up and sells uh, are the ones who make money. And the ones who buy at the bottom when the things are undervalued compared to their fair value, what they should be valued. And then when it goes up, it makes money. Uh, but everyone's not going to make it. I, I have noticed in crypto that there's a, a moniker or a banner that's always, you know, we're going to make it. Uh, but the, the sad reality is, is everybody is not going to make it. A lot of people are going to make uh, bad decisions. A lot of people are going to sell when they shouldn't. A lot of people are going to buy when they shouldn't. And then they're going to be upset uh, that they've lost money. And then that upsetness will uh, lead to them making more bad decisions. And I don't want you to be that person. So uh, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, and as always, no matter where you are in your financial journey, always take the time to be a good Samaritan. Peace. Oh, and don't forget, I'm on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Jason Jackson. Uh, what you'll find there is mostly my NFT plays. I talk mostly NFTs uh, and crypto there, so definitely give me a follow there. Uh, enjoy your day.